Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is drive time with Elliot Dank and Timothy Goen Chua Tian It is time now for a market view. Quite a lot to look at, uh, including some uh, companies in particular. Tian Tian, give us the 411. Well, one of the companies in particular is uh, UOB. 24% climb in profits in the second half of the year ended December. But question really is, uh, with the FOMC meeting minutes out last night, what does it mean for the banking sector? But before that, let's have a quick recap of how we started. Started the day. Singapore shares started on a softer note after markets in the US and Europe fell overnight. Now, local banks and index counters started the morning mixed. The Straits Times index headed down 0.1% in early trade to 3,296 points after 91 million securities changed hands. Now, after the closing numbers, the STI closed down 1.06% at 3,264 points. In terms of value turnover, we are looking at one point. For three billion Sing dollars. Gainers outnumbered losers, though, 276 versus 249. Top advances, Jardin Cycle and Carriage, Shangri-La Hong Kong Dollars and New Incorporation USD. And top decliners, Capital Core and UOB. And in terms of the companies to watch today, aside from UOB, we are also tracking the property sector because Capital Land Investment reported a 33.8% year-on-year drop in net profit for the six months ended December. But we are seeing some mixed results from the property sector recently as well. So for more market moves and views, let's speak to Eddie Lowe, Chief Investment Officer at Maybank Group Wealth Management. Well, Eddie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. And Eddie, before we get started, uh, did we get any substantial clues mm-hmm. from the minutes from the FOMC meeting as to where the US Federal Reserve really intends to take interest rates this year? Well, uh, if you take a look at the latest uh, meeting minutes, uh, it showed that the Fed remains committed to combat inflation with more rate hikes, even though the central bank did admit that the pace of hikes will likely be slower this year versus last year, right? Uh, And I think if you take a look at the recent data, labor market is still very tight in the US. I think that was going to put upward pressure on wages as well as inflation. So this sticky inflation outlook suggests that the Fed will have to maintain a very restrictive money policy. And that was going to weigh on growth. Uh, in fact, I think the futures are now pricing the Fed rates to peak at 5.3%, about 25 basis points higher than a month ago. And more importantly, those expecting a rate cut by end of December, I think, will likely be disappointed. Hmm. So um, let's take a look at the Singapore mm-hmm. stock market as usual. Why, Eddie, how do you think the STI fair today? Which are the mm-hmm. levels to watch? Right, I think the SCI retreated uh, today. Uh, banking sector was uh, the main drag. Uh, in contrast, uh, selected REITs, uh, as well as um, some reopening beneficiaries, especially those in the aerospace sector, outperform. So in terms of levels, technically, we do see some immediate support at about 3,230 3, points. Uh, that's about the 100-day moving average. But I think fundamentally, if you look at the valuation of SCI, they are trading at about 4P of 11 times, which is below the historical average of 13 times. So I think this uh, inexpensive valuation should limit the downside, despite the growth headwinds that we are seeing. All right. Um, let, let's take a closer look mm-hmm. at the biggest movers uh, for for today, Eddie. Um, any surprises, especially with the banking sector, after the latest Fed minutes uh, seem to indicate that at least that the rates will be will likely be higher for longer. Right. I think there was some disappointment uh, in the UOB results today because uh, despite the company or the bank 
uh, reporting uh, very stellar profitability. I think that was a shed, a tad below expectations. But generally, if you look at the banking sector, uh, they have actually so far delivered pretty robust profitability uh, in 2022. Although I think the outlook for this coming year, we are, you know, we are looking for more cautious guidance. And one of the reasons here is because while net interest margins have been supported by a Fed rate hike, the tailwinds will likely fade into 2023 as you know funding costs increase. And on top of that, loan growth and asset quality may see some deterioration uh, given the slowdown in economic growth, uh, although the China reopening may mitigate some of these headwinds. So the wild card is really about free income, which will be subject to market conditions that can you know, still be very volatile. Mm, and talk about volatility, uh, Eddie. Mm-hmm. We've seen quite a number of developments coming up from uh, property firms and REITs. Uh, earnings rather mixed so far. Anything stood up right. for you? Right. Um, well, I think for developers, really, we were more focused on the impact of the recent budget. Uh, but we do believe that the recent increase in stamp duties will affect those focusing more on the high-end properties. Uh, as for the S-REITs, uh, we do... Note that uh, the sector will likely witness better returns this year. We think that it will likely, mm. you know, deliver better returns this year given the moderating pace of rate hikes. Still, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you know, what stood out for us is really, I think, some of the REITs, especially those that are highly geared with uh, poor quality assets, I think those will be yeah. still more vulnerable. So there still need to be more selective. Right, and on that note, um, talking mm-hmm. about volatility, talking about being cautious, Singapore's recent non-oil domestic exports on Nodex contracted for the fourth straight month in January is down 25% from a high year ago base, though. How concerning yeah. is that for Singapore's outward-oriented uh, sectors? Well, I, I think that Nodex decline is really the worst place of decline in a decade. Uh, I think partly the early Chinese New Year this year, uh, may have contributed the decline, but still it mm. doesn't take away the fact that, hey, external demand is indeed weakening. Yeah. So I think if you look at Singapore GDP growth, uh, we do expect you know, the China opening to provide some cushion, but still uh, we are projecting GDP growth to come down uh, to 1.7% this year mm-hmm. versus 3.6% last year. Ooh, okay. And uh, well, before we let you go, Eddie, let's mm-hmm. very quickly take a look at what's happening around the world and uh, in Asia in particular, mm-hmm. Shanghai-based EV maker WM Motor Holdings, which is backed by Baidu, by the way, has said that it needs to cut costs to survive. Now, employee pay has been reportedly reduced by 30% in October. How concerning is this for China and its booming EV market? Well, I think the EV market, no doubt, is generating quite a fair bit of excitement. It's fast and expanding in not only just China, but around the world as well, right? Including Singapore, right? Uh, But the industry is really highly fragmented and we do see intensifying competition. So so we do expect actually uh, industry consolidation to take place with the dominant, more dominant players likely to take more market share versus the weaker players. But I think if you look at EV, uh, in terms of investment, we would suggest to look at opportunities, not just on the, you know, the car manufacturers. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can actually look across the entire EV value chain. So it could include the auto parts, sensors, batteries, or even some of the charging uh, for infrastructures. I think these will also likely benefit from the growing EV market. Mm. Thanks very much, Eddie. That was Eddie Lowe, Chief Investment Officer, Maybank Group Wealth Management. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. 
Thanks for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.